0: Hello in TV land. My name is Rowan Wood.
1: And I'm Sebastian Rickoff, and this is Across the Stars, where if it's Star Wars, we We cover
0: it. it. And so uh, today we are continuing our our, uh, series of reviewing the Star Wars films in chronological order. The theatrical films, that is. In chronological order. Um and you may be thinking, whoa, we just did the Phantom Menace one not too long ago. But um we have a plan, and so uh we may do like every few episodes is gonna be a movie review, and if you don't like that, listen to another Star Wars podcast. Uh because <laughs> this is the way we do things and across the stars. Um So today, uh since we did the Phantom Menace last time, as you might be able to guess, we are going to review Attack of the Clones. Which is, I'd say, widely maligned as at least before the rise of Skywalker came out as the worst Star Wars movie.
1: See, I always thought that uh, most people thought that the Phantom of the Menace was, but me personally, I've always disliked uh, Attack of the Clones more than the End.
0: Yeah, I mean, out of, so,
1: the, out of the originals, and by that I mean the first. Yeah, things, yeah. This is my my least favorite.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's um. There's, I, so upon re-watching Attack of the Clones, I realized, like, I don't dislike this movie. I don't hate this movie. It's just, there's so many problems with it in terms of structure, storytelling, acting. It, but, like, I, I mean, it's still a decent Star Wars movie. Um, mm-hmm. Because, you know, th- th- there's so much to like about it. And, like, there's no, you know, there's bad stuff and there's good stuff about every Star Wars movie. This movie just mm-hmm. so happened to have more bad than good uh um so we are gonna go really deep into this for those of you who listened slash watched our phantom menace episode we talked a lot <laughs> about it it ended up being about an hour and a half long uh so be fully prepared we have no idea how long this episode's going to be so it, uh-huh. it might end up being being that long we have no idea um but yeah so if if you did listen to phantom menace episode you'd know that i had about six pages of notes for that film uh as for, did I. exactly so for attack of the clones sebastian has less and i have more
1: by half a page by half a page but it's it's, it's
0: still us but i have, have but so you have less and i have more which i think is, is more by
1: almost twice as much. i
0: know i have almost <laughs> 10 pages of notes it's crazy but i guess i have a lot to uh complain about slash address in, uh, with uh, with this one, um, so you know,
1: I have less. I didn't watch the deleted scenes this that's time. That's fair. That's, I have that's less. fair. That's fair.
0: I mean, as so, Sebastian, as you mentioned before we started recording, they're deleted for a reason. <laughs> so, <laughs> <All> <laughs> right. true. That's true. Um, so we are basically going to go through the movie uh, as events happen and comment on stuff as it happens in the movie and give our thoughts on the movie overall at the end. Um. So yeah, that, that's essentially what we're gonna do. Sebastian, do you want to start us off with, uh, with the very beginning of episode two, Attack of the Clones?
1: Oh, I don't have the synopsis pulled up. Oh yeah. Well, pretty much. Yeah, you you can. Yeah. So. Uh, but I I can start us off. All right. So yeah. Padme, Padme and like all this crew from Naboo are all landing on Coruscant, and as they land, their whole ship explodes in an assassination attempt on Padme's life. I,
0: I have a thought with this explosion. I have a few notes before this, but since you mentioned the explosion, I want to say, the so it looks like the bomb explodes from the inside of the ship. So, but we're led to believe that Zam Wesell put that bomb on the platform, and that's, you know, because she's on Coruscant, so it makes sense. But if it explodes from the inside of the ship, that means that it has to be, that it had to be put on the ship on Naboo, um, in which case, why didn't they just blow it up in space? Because that would have meant, Ow. you know, like, zero uh, like uh-huh. zero people would make it out alive. However, as I was saying this, I just thought that maybe she, like, shot, a, like, a little bomb onto the hull of the ship, and it exploded right there, and, and, and so since it was exploding from the bottom of the ship, it looked like it was exploding from the inside. But yeah, that was just something that I always thought about and we're spending way too long talking about this uh yeah no no,
1: uh let's see oh i also i I wasn't 100 percent sure why they didn't try the more subtle approach of the um of the like little worm things i forget what they're called and like trying to kill her in her sleep with those first Yeah. yeah but instead they tried the explosion and then that just led to more security around her which is what completely ruined the previous or the the next assassination attempt
0: yeah um so pretty much padme has come to coruscant to vote on the military creation act which is going to decide whether the republic gets a an army in order to uh assist them with the war that will undoubtedly come at some point but in the uh, in the crawl which like the opening crawl which sets all this up it's mentioned that um that count dooku is like is leading the opposition and i just find it interesting that he's mentioned in the crawl and characters mentioned in the crawl are usually like primary characters but count dooku is mentioned in the opening crawl and he doesn't appear until almost an hour and a half in which i think is both disappointing because it's christopher lee and his performance is great but also perplexing, because if anyone is like the main villain of this movie, it's it, like it, mm. it's him. So I wonder why they waited so long to get him in there. I feel like they probably could have done a lot more if they had introduced him him earlier. Um, yeah, I know
1: it's, it's a shame we don't get to see more of Dooku since he's like such a cool character. Yeah,
0: but yeah. Um, the other
1: thing I was wondering yeah. is like, what has the Republic been doing for? An army, uh, I don't know Jedi, don't, Jedi, like, maybe. <laughs> are they really just that defenseless? I,
0: yeah, I don't know. That,
1: that, that I, just seems. Um,
0: I mean, I guess maybe they like before then, then it was, was
1: like the the armies of their members. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But, like before then, maybe you know because there wasn't like a like a war like a straightforward war. It was like every planet for themselves. In that case, so I feel and and like if another planet nearby needed help. Maybe you know, like, oh, if Malastair needed help, maybe the planet next to them would have assisted them with their army or something like that. It wasn't. It probably was kind of messy and not very organized, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's that's probably how they did it. Um, and also in this opening scene, we're introduced to Captain Typho, who's Padme's new like head mm-hmm. of head security. Of security, and I, I'm, I'm wondering. What happened to Captain Panaka from episode one?
1: Because I don't know, but I'm pretty, su- I'm pretty sure they're related.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think, like, Typho is his nephew or some- something yeah, like something that. like that. But, 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 I mean, my first thought was, oh, Panaka's probably guarding the Queen because that's his job, and Padme's not the Queen anymore. But he's not on Naboo guarding the Queen mm-hmm. when we see them later on. So, um, maybe he retired in the ten years? Who knows? Who knows? Um but at when i when i was watching this and i turned it on the first thing it said cuz like i was watching it on disney plus cuz that's really only like the only mm-hmm. place where it's available and so i saw on like the bar at the top it said star wars episode 2 attack of the clones and then it said contains de- tobacco depictions what tobacco mm-hmm. depictions i was death think- sticks <laughs> but <laughs> we didn't it was to. we didn't see it like what are death sticks like, oh, come
1: on. Come uh, on. I, I don't know. He like flicks it around in his. I hand, guess. You know?
0: Like, but like, if like if you're gonna say t- tobacco depictions and have it refer to the death sticks, I want to see those death sticks. Like, I, I want to see. see, see... If, yeah.
1: <laughs> death sticks in action. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, and uh, one more note for this scene where the of the assassination, um, when Padme's um decoy Corday, is mm-hmm. blown up. Um, she says, I failed you, Senator. And my f- thought here was, you didn't fail her. This is your job. Your job is to die for her if you need to. <laughs>
1: you're not wrong at all. Exactly. Oh God, no. It's not it, like, it, you know, it sucks that you died.
0: Yeah, but, but like... That's why you're Thanks. Th- thanks, <laughs> thanks, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: I um, thing. Um, Padme suspects Dooku like right off the bat. Yeah, that's
0: that's like that's probably a broad jump to make. Cause
1: like I know I, that it seemed like that did seem like a bit of a jump to me. I, yeah, I didn't. It didn't seem all that obvious. Especially yeah. all the yeah.
0: We we needed the scene um with the Jedi, which is the next scene setting up mm-hmm. Count Dooku. Like, oh, he was a Jedi, blah blah. blah. But we'll get to that. In a second, do you have any more notes for the assassination? Cool. Okay, so next we um, we have a little meeting with some of the Jedi Council and uh, Chance- Supreme Chancellor Palpatine, and they're basically discussing the assassination attempt. And uh, we had some background cameos from Luminara Unduli and Offie mm-hmm. to Jedi who get fleshed out far more in the Clone Wars show, um, but here I I just think it, it's interesting you know, the George Lucas's attention to, de- to detail. You know, like, you can say a lot about this man, but he had an eye for background stuff. Like, there's so much cool background stuff in this movie. I'll talk about some of it more in my notes. But it's, like, it's just impressive how, you know, how he was probably unintentionally, but, like, sowing the, s- s- the seeds, l- like, l- planting the seeds for a lot of great future stuff Mm-hmm. Um, like just in the background and uh, I just I just think think that's super cool
1: yeah, I was about to say it's weird thinking that uh, these character, like this is sort of how they start off as just background exactly. characters yeah. but then later on their names become like super common among you know people who enjoy the series yeah and, yeah you know, they, they become pretty you noteworthy worthy characters
0: yeah um and I think Yoda in this scene says the dark side clouds everything. And I wrote, with a, with an arrow, bad Jedi, because they should really be better than this. There's so many of them, and there are two Sith. There are throughout, two.
1: Throughout the entire movie, you just see Yoda talking about how, like, the Jedi basically just don't know anything.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, It
1: He talks with Windu about it all the time. They're like, clouded By the dark side, the future is...
0: <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I have a note that later, like, Yoda... Um, Yoda just says, blind we are, if creation of Clone Army we could not foresee. And I said, blind we are, very true Yoda. <laughs> They're so... They are... Just, like, throughout all three of these movies, they can't see anything. And, you like... Know,
1: I feel like that's part of the, the point, though, is to show, like, the... Sort of, like, the... How they've gotten weaker and how oh, yeah. it's, like, not ever having to deal with a Sith or anything really. Oh for
0: sure, yeah. Yeah. It's um, it's 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 good storytelling, but bad logic. But it's
1: still absurd. Yeah, but, yeah they can't tell anything. Yeah. Um next up oh uh Padme says that like, or somebody says that uh, Padme and Obi Wan are like good friends, and then later you see them like all chummy as if they. But as as far as I know, I don't think they've seen each other in ten years. Yeah,
0: I wrote. I wrote. They're definitely having an affair, like one hundred percent.
1: No, no, no! It's like they, they literally just haven't seen each other in ten years. I don't understand. Yeah. Like, what, where all this friendliness is. I don't know. Is coming from you met once ten years yeah. ago. Are you really telling me that like they're the best of friends still? Have they like kept in touch or
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean I've seen so many theories online that's like, oh, Anakin was having an uh, like not Anakin. Obi Wan was having an affair with Padme. I don't think it's true, but I just think it makes their interactions so much better <laughs> if you think about that <laughs> in, in this movie.
1: <laughs> oh and then obviously I have to talk about that awful line of dialogue where where freaking Anakin is like oh and you've grown more beautiful uh, for a senator yeah throughout the entire movie just the the dialogue with anakin and padme is my my biggest issue uh it is it is quite bad there (sighs) is Like, yeah there's no point where i'm watching this and i think that something he says to her is like oh that's sweet how huh? romantic it's it's all just so bad
0: yeah well when when um when anakin and Padme may have that first interaction she says you'll always be that little boy on tatooine i wrote friend zone question mark because that's <laughs> like like i'm not sure what to make of that like at all like yeah, she, that's she not just called. She just called him a little boy. I mean, like that's not,
1: that's not really something romantic, you say to somebody it? that, like, romantically you're attracted to.
0: Exactly. Yeah, and um, <laughs> I wrote ten years, and she looks exactly the same. <laughs> she looks the same, but no one else does. <laughs> <laughs> I mean like uh, even even Samuel like Samuel L Jackson Mace Windu looks different like 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 he looks like he's grown at least a little bit but Natalie Portman looks exactly the same
1: I know That was that uh, was not great <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, okay. um
0: I have one, one more note yep. from the previous scene actually which is when which is when Padme is talking to Mace Windu And Mace Windu was like, oh, Count Dooku used to be a Jedi. He couldn't assassinate anyone. It's not in his character. I wrote Windu equals idiot. Because does he know? (laughs) Like, like, Jedi have gone bad, like, historically in canon, right? I mean, like, there have been Jedi who've gone rogue. Yeah, Like, they're 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 so unpredictable. How could he possibly say for sure that Count Dooku could not assassinate anyone? It it just seems like he's... I mean, you know, this is another instance of the Jedi, like, being prideful of, you know, oh, the Jedi couldn't assassinate anyone because they're a Jedi, mm-hmm. blah, 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 It just, it's, it's, like, as I mentioned before, it's good storytelling, it's good building, but the logic just sucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have, uh, also two more cameo, yeah, no. uh, catches. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I do, for, for the prequels, probably for the original trilogy, too, I'm gonna do, um, cameo catches i did some of these for phantom menace but there are a lot of celebrities that make cameos in these movies so i will um do little uh, catches whenever these come up so um british actress rose byrne who i know from the peter rabbit movies shut up um plays one of anakin uh, uh, padme's handmaidens um i believe her name is dorme so she's in there i've seen her in other things like she was in other movies that I've seen but the <laughs> yeah, most yeah, recent thing the most recent thing I've seen with her is Peter Rabbit and uh, Jimmy Smits plays Bail Organa yeah. I wouldn't really call him a cameo but he sort of has a, like has a cameo in this movie he's bigger in the next one but yeah. um but he is great and I'm disappointed mm. that we don't get to see more of him because we didn't see him at know, all in, I... in a new hope because he died um, yeah. but yeah, um,
1: yeah no, I, th- I think that that I think he does really well
0: yeah yeah um okay. when jar jar introduces anakin and obi-wan he goes looky looky senator <laughs> how how is he like an elected official I don't, yeah
1: that's how? what i was wondering why is he still around i don't know like he doesn't I have any qualifications last i checked. yeah especially not as a diplomat <laughs> <laughs> I mean it, it has
0: been 10 years but still that's no excuse um, yeah, exactly
1: it's been 10 years since the last decent thing he's done in his life I exactly, what he's still doing exactly. All um,
0: right. so Obi-Wan and Anakin are um, protecting char- are charged with protecting Padme from any future assassination attempts
1: mm-hmm.
0: and oh, uh, also, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. On yeah. that
1: uh, Anakin wants to go out and find the killer, and we're supposed yeah. to see him as like sort of you know irrational in trying to do that. But I think I don't, I don't really see why that's that's pretty smart, them,
0: honestly. I mean, like, right? there's two of them there, one of them could go out and find the killer, you exactly.
1: Know? I mean, Anakin alone could guard, and because he, he did a just fine enough job, yeah, did. Obi Wan didn't really do anything when the bugs came, yeah. But yeah,
0: He was like, I sense it too! And then Anakin ran in and did everything. <laughs> um, I Although I wrote for this scene. Um, so Hayden Christensen isn't bad in his first scene. In the first scene as Anakin, he's not awful. But in the scene after that, when he's talking to Obi-Wan while Padme sleeps, we start to see some of that widely maligned Hayden Christensen acting. But I do want to say, his casting is not bad. He does look like Jake Lloyd. Um, in terms of physical appearance, but I, I in terms also think of everything that, like, else,
1: Anakin is such an awkward yeah like, character, especially in this movie. I think Hayden Christensen is a lot better in *Revenge of the Sith*. Yeah, but especially in this movie, I I also feel like it's just sort of the role he's been given. You know, like yeah, I'm not saying he's like a perfect, flawless oh, actor, yeah. but I also think that like I I feel like a lot of why he fails in this movie is because of like his character being so awkward and like weird in this one. Yeah. Uh, episode two Anakin is like the worst Anakin. Yes he is. <laughs>
0: um so uh Jang so the mysterious assassin who is Django Fett sends um sends Zam Wesel to um to assassinate Padme again to try to kill her again, and they, so they send two little poisonous bugs, which neither of us remember the names of. But point is, they're poisonous, and um, he sends them through like like a little droid. Why don't they just send like a droid to blow up her apartment? It would be so much easier, and they would take out two Jedi along the way. I.
1: I think I actually have that written down here somewhere, mm-hmm. but... <laughs> yeah. Another thing I don't get is... Padme covered her cameras?
0: Yeah. Does she...
1: I, I yeah. get that she wants privacy, but, like... <laughs> I, she also has R2 in the room with her, which That's I don't... That's true. I'm not fully R2 is definitely
0: recording everything you saw, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> R2 is... An awful guard dog, because he's oh, in there. He's in there to like tell, to notify Anakin and Obi Wan should anything come mm-hmm. up, right? And he doesn't, like, like, yeah. like, like, like Obi Wan and Anakin have to sense it to come in. R two doesn't do <laughs> yeah. jack shit, dude. Also, like,
1: if if there were just an assassination attempt on your life, I feel like your safety and being watched over is more important than, uh, you know, your privacy and covering your cameras.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, also, can we agree that Obi-Wan definitely knew about, um, about Padme and Anakin? Because Anakin was dropping so many hints. Like, at least right now, he was like, I'd rather dream about Padme. And later, like, they they literally kiss in, like, way, like, in the middle of the battle later on. The Battle of Geonosis. She kisses yeah, him that, on the cheek.
1: There's not a chance that Obi- I mean, he even, like, reveals it, uh... Like, even throughout the Clone Wars, yeah. Episode 3, and...
0: Yeah. And all that. Yeah, I feel like he doesn't, like... I feel like he sort of just wants Anakin to be happy, and mm. that's... I don't think he...
1: The only thing is, is that, uh... He's also got, uh, the Duchess, so... That's true, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, so Obi-Wan,
0: Obi-Wan can't say anything.
1: <laughs> Obi-Wan's, like, kind of a hypocrite, you yeah. oh, know? a politician, and, you know, he's, he's in love with the Duchess. And then, uh... A, I also like the, the in this movie. There's a good sense of like sort of foreshadowing the um, relationship of Anakin and Palpatine. Oh yeah, will, definitely. That yeah. we get to see a lot more of in Episode Three.
0: Yeah. There's um. There's one scene I think later on that they have that we'll talk about then. But we sort of mm. get the sense of uh, their dynamic that'll be fleshed out in Episode Three. Yeah. Um. Before the droid arrives. We see a shot of Padme sleeping. How is she sleeping like that? Her head is literally, like, propped up on the... So, like, she's sleeping with her body sort of bent sideways. It makes no sense. How does she sleep like that? It looks so uncomfortable. George, George Lucas was like, Okay, Natalie, sleep naturalistically. And she did that, and, and, and he was like, oh, we don't have time for a second take, let's do. Let's, let's go forward. Um, I laughed when Anakin and Obi-Wan were talking, and Anakin was like, the Chancellor doesn't appear to be corrupt. I laughed. <laughs> that is such an unintentionally funny line.
1: Uh, are we ready to get to where the robot arrives? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, dude, okay. I love this scene it will always be perhaps the funniest thing in the entire franchise is when obi-wan just jumps (laughs) (laughs) he sees the droid and immediately without hesitation makes the genius decision to to jump out the window and grab onto it yeah
0: obi-wan's just a much better jedi than anakin
1: and he and then later he's gonna go and tell Anakin that he's far too reckless. Exactly. <laughs> I hate it when he does that when he jumps out the out of the scooter. Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: so. My question is, why didn't the droid leave after depositing the bugs? Because it, it like it, it stuck around it for a yeah, while.
1: That was a long time. Yeah. I, why yeah. didn't it leave?
0: Yeah, that is a flaw. Um. But yeah, and so, um. So Obi-Wan jumps out the window, and Zam tries to shoot Obi-Wan down, but of course she fails. Oh, well, she does eventually she, s- succeed. She shoots the She does. She shoots the droid. She, su- she, su- she, shoots the droid. she, she doesn't shoot, shoot him, because he's a much bigger target than the droid is. is that, I, I
1: don't care why she wouldn't shoot him. I
0: know, right? Um, so Anakin catches Obi-Wan with a speeder, and Obi-Wan's like, Oh, my very young apprentice. And I wrote, It's been ten years a very young apprentice for ten years? Come on, Obi-Wan. Like, give him some credit. I mean, he's Hayden Christensen, but he's still Anakin. He's still been your Padawan yeah. for ten years. Um, so then there's a speeder chase, uh, which is pretty cool, except it's very CGI-friendly. Yeah. There's so much CGI. Um, I...
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's also this great line uh, Obi Wan says that just I don't know really struck me as odd in the Star Wars universe, uh, which is if you spent as much time practicing your saber techniques as you did your wit, you'd rival you'd rival Master Yoda as a swordsman. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why that just.
0: Yeah, and me and, out. and also Anakin doesn't have any wit. He likes to think he does, but he really doesn't. So I feel like Obi Wan's just indulging him there um so during the speeder chase uh, Zam sort of shoots a like a lightning grid like a power grid yeah. type thing and yeah, lightning flies
1: straight exactly
0: away. and it does nothing, nothing. the lightning does not nothing only, no consequence not
1: they could have they could have gone above it
0: yeah exactly and
1: they did not exactly. yeah and it did nothing when they drove through it there was also this fire that they were swerving around to dodge when again they could have just gone up a little bit and
0: yeah yeah no. yeah it's um, uh it's dumb
1: an- another thing i have to point out is that coruscant really does look nice
0: it does it does that that's true yeah i mean there's a lot of crappy looking backgrounds here but coruscant is consistently good i think in mm. in all three of the originals um so anakin uh, jumps out of the speeder in order to intercept Zam we sell and Obi-Wan looks over the side and he says, I hate it when he does that. Does Anakin do that like all the time? Like, I why Why, why would Obi-Wan do that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, there's a continuation of the chase but they eventually land at a bar um, on the, uh, not the deepest level of Coruscant but like the, like the, like the, I'd say like the middle class level, right?
1: Yeah, they're, they're like sort of in the underworld. Yeah, sort of.
0: Yeah. Um. On the way into the bar, they pass an uh, like a light up advertisement on the on the wall of the bar with I think I know exactly with with like a, a another species, but then a biff going like yeah. that. I really want to know what they were advertising <laughs> there. Like
1: what? <laughs> I've always wondered that. Always.
0: Cause like you can't see, like you can't tell what the bit's expression is. It's, so is he like? Is he smiling? Is he like disappointed? Like like what is the? And like is the thumbs up? Does that mean the same thing? Like in Star Wars, in other places that that it means here? Like like it's. I just want to know the story. I also want to know the story behind inside the bar. There is a uh, a wall of like television screens, and on one of the screens. Is like it, what looks like sports, but it's all droids. Yeah, it's all yeah, droids. Yeah, like a droid football. Yeah, like like what like what's the appeal there? It's robots playing football. I mean, like mm. if they're like if they're all the same kind of droid, they're equal. They must be equally matched, right? Like, what is the fun
1: in that? You would think. I, yeah. I know, maybe they're coached by a. a, a I don't want to say a human, human. <laughs> because they're aliens. A, a person.
0: Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By
1: by a person. Yeah. Um let's see here. Uh, next one I have... All right. Uh, I just want to briefly mention uh, I love the Death Sticks. Oh, scene. yeah. I don't, yeah, know, yeah, I don't yeah. know why. Just, yeah. I think at this point it's just a meme, but <laughs> it's, yeah. it's pretty yeah.
0: good. Um, so you know... So you've told, like, the little story on another episode of the podcast, but tell it here. Yes. So what uh, happened after Obi-Wan, began, Obi-Wan told...
1: Our, our yeah. lovely Death Sticks dealer uh, ends up Rethinking his his life. is his
0: name like Ewan Bagano or something like that? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, Which is quite outstanding. Yeah. (laughs) Um, He ends up rethinking his life. Going, and then just goes back to to selling Death Sticks after rethinking his whole life. (laughs) Which I find quite humorous.
0: Yeah. Um, So, I feel like, you know, the Death Sticks part has no story relevance but it's so good it's so good at all (laughs) um in the club there are actually four cameos that i thought were very interesting um so ahmed best who plays jar jar has a physical cameo without any cgi uh in the club anthony daniels c3po also has a cameo there which i missed i only know about it because of the internet um and George Lucas's daughters Amanda and Katie Lucas also uh, they play Twileks in there, um, oh my God, I love it. which I think is interesting and weird because one of them I think it was Amanda Lucas played uh, or or Katie Lucas one of them played one of Anakin's friends in mm-hmm. uh, Episode One and like she was a kid then, but now she's playing like a like a a Twilek. That's dreadful. Only came
1: out three years apart. I know! <laughs> I know! Really
0: that's bad. the that's the weirdest part. Like, why? Why on oh. earth? Why on oh. earth? <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> yeah. oh, I wish I hadn't known that. When oh, you're <laughs> mentioning it, I've forgotten. Oh, I really <laughs> wish I had known that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um. Uh, Zam tries to assassinate obi-wan and obi-wan cuts her hand off i think
0: it's it's a limb let's just call it a limb and move on (laughs) he
1: he does something to one of her arms uh i think he cuts her it off and they drag her outside because it's jedi business and she gets poison darted by Django fetch yeah
0: um, who Obi Wan and Anakin don't see; they just see, "Oh, it's a figure. It's a mysterious figure." Ooh!
1: I also don't care. Like, he he sort of stuck around after taking the shot for a while. Yeah. And then, like
0: it was, walked, it was like, for dramatic effect. Let's just it was, let's just see. just
1: it's impractical. <laughs> <laughs> impractical. I mean, like
0: that describes most of this movie, but uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, they are mainly left with. The dart, as a clue as to who the bounty, ba- as to who or what yes. the bounty hunter is. Why would Django use darts from Camino?
1: What I assumed was that he wa- He was hired to track them back to Camino because. Dooku and Sidious want them to find the clone army. That's
0: true. That's true.
1: So, because I, I had that same thought. I was like, why in the world would you use the dart from Kamino? Yeah. But then I realized that they do want the clone army and Kamino to be found.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And Palpatine says at the end of the movie, everything's going according to plan. So, this whole thing was definitely orchestrated yeah. by. Uh... But if so, why would Anakin, why would Dooku remove the planet from the Jedi archives? That just seems like an
1: extra that's, step. That's one of my notes later yeah. on. I, mean, I don't get why you would do yeah. that. If you, know, like why, if you want it to be found, don't hide it. Exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, so Anakin is assigned to protect Padme uh-huh. um, because her life is in danger, blah, blah, blah. Why would the council put Anakin on this job? It just seems dumb.
1: I mean, I feel like it's it's probably literally just because they they already know each other, and I'm not sure that the council knows about uh, his romantic feelings. If I feel so, like it's mostly just an Obi Wan thing.
0: They're even more blind. I mean, come on, exactly. come on, Jedi.
1: <laughs> but um, I just wanted to bring up those this yeah. scene. I don't know if we already glossed over it or not. Uh, with Anakin and Palpatine.
0: Oh, was that was that around here? Yeah, I don't I have any so. notes for that, bit. I believe yeah. it was
1: after Jane. I think it was after. Anyway, yeah. But um, I I really like that scene. I think it's it. I you can see Palpatine sort of setting up Anakin to be his next apprentice. He, you know, he's like, "Oh, yeah. trust in your feelings," which is you know a lot of what a you know a Sith trusts a lot of their like of negative course. emotions more than they do like you know try to be rational. Yeah, and then. Uh, you see Palpatine like sort of feeding into Anakin's ego and arrogance, saying he's like the most powerful Jedi, um, out of all of them. Yeah. And yeah, I, I think that I, I I really like Palpatine's character, and Ian mcdermott is
0: fantastic. Magnetic.
1: Yeah, magnificent.
0: Um, there's a brief scene in the Jedi Temple with Obi Wan, Windu, and Yoda. And I find it very interesting because the Jedi Temple background is utter crap, the CGI awful, but the Yoda Yoda looks great. So for some reason there's just this like really stark divide of good and bad CGI, which I think is very strange. But that's the only note I have for that scene. Other than that, it's pretty much worthless. Um,
1: Alright.
0: Yeah. Uh, so. Uh,
1: so Anakin is assigned to Padme, and uh, there's that don't There's that scene where where Anakin's basically just complaining about the council, and yeah. all
0: we want. I wrote... And... Yep. I, so I wrote, in quotes, when Anakin says, sorry, lady." I wrote, ugh! And, oh. then, I, and then I wrote, rapey eyes. His eyes, know, like, no, they're, they're, they're like, so, like... Yeah, he...
1: No, oh my god. And when she, like, explicitly tells him, don't look at me like that. Yeah, uh, and then
0: it, he continues to look at her like that.
1: And he, oh, it's moments god. like this that make me wonder, like why is she attracted to him at all I, I don't know because like the, cause the movie There's needs, nothing needs appealing about you know, she's shown nothing but resistance to yeah. all of his advances I don't
0: and the more bad I stuff he care. does the more she wants him for some reason like when yeah. he murders all the Tuscan Raiders like when he when when he disobeys his mandate to protect her and like stay on boo oh oh my god when he kills all the Tuscan Raiders oh, it's 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 just like
1: goddamn. Alright. Um Oh, oh,
0: before um we go any further, Padme puts Jar Jar in charge of the Senate. Yes, in, in charge I have of the Naboo. Why um, is
1: Jar Jar qualified yeah. to be the, I feel the like, stand-in senator. I feel like
0: Boss Nas would be a better senator than Jar Jar.
1: By far. Yeah. Like he, he has another I don't even know what the hell happened to Boss Nas. Do we ever see him again after
0: uh, so No. Long? uh in episode three Three Padme's funeral.
1: You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So he's he's still around. Yeah. Right now. I'm yeah. assuming he still has a big position.
0: Yeah. But <clears throat>
1: what what the hell? Happened? What, I don't what, know. Why Jar Jar?
0: Because they wanted. to I have guess Jar boss Nap or can't
1: leave or some shit like Yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah. Something like but, that. Um, um. That still doesn't explain why Jar Jar. I mean, Captain Typho or something.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Um. So Anakin and Padme travel um as refugees on a like a cruise liner um but why is a padme dressed so extravagantly because like they're supposed to
1: dress exactly like he's
0: dressed like a jedi he is literally dressed like a jedi
1: why yeah i don't i don't get it either
0: they're supposed to be low-key refugees why on earth would they would they dress like that i don't know I don't know. Let's ask let's call George Lucas and ask him. Um Yeah.
1: Are we at the the Dex scene yet? Oh
0: we are. We are at the Dexter All right. Dexter okay. Scene. I don't know
1: why I love uh, Dexter Jetster so much, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Kid, he was he was my profile picture on my school oh, really? email. Um, <laughs> I just it's just fun fact while well, I throw that or yeah. the Lego version. Well, oh well. yeah. Um I don't, I just love his little uh, 50s diner in the middle yeah. of Coruscant. <laughs> yeah. And last but not least, how is Kamino obscure enough for all the Jedi to not know about? I don't know. But then Dex is like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, that planet. Uh, it belongs the Star- to them cloners. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, no, the people <laughs> there clone other people. like it's.
0: Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like it he's was, talking about it like, oh, everyone knows this.
1: The other thing is, like, do they clone a lot of people? Is Jango, because like, because like, calls them? Yeah, cloners. Clone clone yeah, either that or he just knows about the clone army before the entirety of the Republic.
0: Does. <laughs> yeah, but like, but like, if they do clone other people, like, like they've had no other jobs except the clone troopers for ten years. That's like that's a long yeah. time to not do anything else.
1: Yeah, no, I don't.
0: Like, is their whole economy just resting on the Republic clone troopers this whole time? Mm. Who knows? Um, but, so, I, I wrote, I like Dexter, Jetster, he's great, but the waitress droid, you know, I understand it's supposed to be, like, a 50s diner thing, but her voice is annoying as hell. I'm so sorry, waitress droid. I think her name is, like, Hermione or something. I had one of, like, I had, like, a like an expanded universe book that had all that information in there, but I just do not like her voice. It was, it is, it, it doesn't belong on a droid. Anyway. Um, also, I used to have this this Obi-Wan book, like 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 this novel that was uh, legend now. It's not canon anymore. But in it was the story of how Obi-Wan and Dexter Jetster met, which I think, um, I don't remember much, but Obi-Wan was on assignment with Qui-Gon, so it was way back, way back before um, Phantom Menace. And he... <clears throat> um, and I think Obi Wan saved Dex from from some like from some trouble with a gang on mm-hmm. um, on Ord Mendel, I think it was like a mining planet, and they became friends. And they were like, "Oh, you know, may we like may we meet again?" Blah blah blah. I wonder if they met in between then and Attack of the Clones. Probably, Pro- probably, right? Because how would uh, else would Obi Wan know where he was on Coruscant? Yeah, there's that.
1: Um. Are you ready to move on? Yes. Yes. All right. So, Obi Wan goes to the library after that. I'm yeah.
0: Sure. The uh, the Jedi archives. Um, yeah.
1: And Jocasta Nu is a horrible librarian. Uh, yeah. Just because at at one point she straight up just goes, "If it's not in our archives, it doesn't exist," which is such an awful. I know, right? For a librarian, it's like, ugh. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um. No, that's... I have a background catch here. Um, when Jokastanu first comes up to Obi-Wan, uh, Obi Wan is looking at a bust of Count Dooku. Um oh. because so all of those busts that you see, like like along the line, those are yes. the lost twenty, which are twenty Jedi who have left the Jedi Order and like and like gone on to do notable things. Um, that haven't mm. just died like like they've intentionally left the Jedi and gone on to do other stuff, okay. <laughs> and so um, it's interesting that Dooku is notable enough that he has a bust in there because because he's been gone probably longer than ten years because mm. we wouldn't have seen because if he had been around at the Phantom Menace time we would have seen him so he's probably yeah, been especially gone especially like
1: in than the there. in the Council exactly one or something. Yeah. yeah 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 we would have seen him.
0: Yeah. Um, um, I also have uh, a cameo catch here. Uh, right after um, Jocasta New helps Obi-Wan, I'm uh, making air quotes for those of you listening, um, we get a little cameo. She goes to attend to a youngling who is played by uh, George Lucas's son, uh, Jet Lucas. He plays a Padawan named Zet Jukasa, who is also in Revenge of the Sith. He makes mm-hmm. a last stand against the clone troopers as Bail Organa escapes. During Order Sixty Six,
1: 66.
0: yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: All right. Um, I have a nice cameo. Of my own. Uh, when Obi Wan walks into the room full of younglings in yeah. the background, you can see Coleman Trevor. Oh shining really? Here, nice. <laughs> the guy who tries to assassinate Count yeah. Dooku. Bales I know. I, Obi- I, I I have <laughs> a note
0: about that later. Uh oh, man. You can,
1: yeah. No. Okay. Uh, moving on. Uh, yeah. Do you have anything to say about the youngling scene? I feel
0: Um. Well, I I'll repeat what I said in our "Would You Rather" episode about Star Wars. Um, yeah. Uh, so Yoda. So Obi Wan presents a problem to Yoda. And Yoda, instead of solving the problem himself, which would make the scene a whole lot faster, he turns to his younglings and is like, oh, like, give me the answer here. And then, like, to be fair, Obi-Wan did interrupt Yoda's class, so it makes sense that Yoda would, like, turn it into a teachable moment. Um, But still, like, I feel like, like, the scene... Also, the scene didn't have to exist if the the planet hadn't been removed from the Jedi archives. We could skip over so much if that hadn't mm-hmm. happened um yeah but one line from this scene that i think is interesting is uh truly wonderful the mind of a child is uh a yoda line obviously um and it just reminded me that like the lines from this movie they're not all bad you know some of them are pretty decent lines
1: i think the romance is especially where oh yes. falls of course. apart of course. But, yeah
0: that's uh, true i that's
1: think true. aside from that i think the writing is on all that bad
0: yeah exactly Um, so are we at an Anakin and Padme scene right now? I think we are. I I
1: think we skipped over a few of them. Um, Yeah,
0: that's true. Um,
1: yeah, I, I just, uh, there's one thing I have here. At some point, somebody refers to Anakin as a Jedi, and Padme goes out of her way to correct him. Oh, he's not a Jedi. Yes, I have
0: that. That's, 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 uh, later on. Um, but I have a few notes before then. So, uh, I have some dialogue notes, um, Anakin says to Padme... So so Padme asks Anakin, Are you allowed to love? And I feel like that's a dumb question because he's a human being and <laughs> human beings love. Like, like, it's a part of our nature. So exactly. th- she phrased that question very poorly. Just want to throw that out there. And then Anakin says... You're exactly the way I remember you in my dreams. And as he said that, I was talking audibly at the screen. I was saying, stop, stop, stop. I was talking to myself at the screen. I had to derp for for that line. It just makes you want to like curl up into a ball and stop watching. Um, But yeah, so their ship lands on Naboo and as they exit the ship, um, I spotted some Gungan council members Uh, talking, um, on, like, on Naboo. So, this seems to suggest that the Gungans have sort of integrated themselves themselves, into the Naboo society in the last ten years. I guess ever since, um, Amidala gave Boss Nas, like, the glowing lightning thing at the end of (laughs) Phantom Menace, exactly. Um, we, we get, um, some integration and less racism towards the Gungans, I guess. Who knows? Um, but yeah, so, we're, so at, at the scene that you were referring to before, they meet with the queen, uh, Queen Jamila from, uh, Naboo. And I was wondering this here, does the queen rule over Naboo, like the planet, or does she rule over the city?
1: I think she rules over the people, but not the Gungan. The humans, but not the the Gungan. Yeah. Yeah. The
0: people. There's just nothing clear about this whole like dema like democratic I monarchy mean, that
1: that's, that's how it worked in episode one, and I'm yeah. assuming it, it hasn't changed. So yeah,
0: yeah. All right. Um, so the line you were talking about earlier when <laughs> when Cy, when Sio Bibble. Is like, yeah. is like what do you think Master Jedi and then Padme just says Anakin's not a Jedi yet he's still a Padawan learner I wrote bitch like come on that's, that's not was, nice come on
1: I forget who it is but some somebody's I think Anakin tries to talk back or something like that and she just goes no you listen and it's, <laughs> she's so rude to me this scene. I just don't I know. get why yeah um alright uh, moving on, I think are we where uh, Obi Wan lands on Kamino?
0: Kamino, yeah. Um, so Obi Wan comes out of first hyperspace. Off, I like, just want, to... yeah, 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 yeah. The Kamino
1: score when he first like flies down is, yeah. I love it. Yeah. I don't know why I love it. It's so good. John yeah. Williams, ten out of ten.
0: Yeah. Um. So Obi Wan comes out of hyperspace using a hyperspace ring because he doesn't have like a ship can't travel on its own. But mm-hmm. what if someone blows up the hyperspace ring?
1: Like, and he's trapped.
0: Yeah, he's but so I wonder why, did, why didn't Jango Fett do that when he was escaping Kamino? Would have made things so much easier for him.
1: Good point, but you, I think you also have to remember that it's like out in uh, space. <laughs> That's true, know.
0: but if they are out in space, like if... The hyperspace like, the ring. Space was, is pretty big. Yeah, well, yeah, I know, but like, it's near Kamino, and it has to be near Kamino. But if so, if Obi Wan parked it too far away from where Jango Fett escaped from, how does Obi Wan know where he went in order to
1: follow him? Well, maybe Jango Fett just doesn't know the specifics about Jedi starfighters, I and mean, he didn't see Obi Wan come in, so maybe he just doesn't know about the hyperspace
0: ring. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, so Obi Wan lands on Kamino, and uh, he is yes. welcomed with open arms by the Kaminoans, uh, who I wrote are horrifying. Their CGI I really are. It's not great.
1: <laughs> um, I believe after that scene, it goes back to Anakin and Padme.
0: Um. Yeah. Yeah. Well. So. So. And um. But so first, Obi Wan meets with Lama Su, the Prime Minister yes. of Kamino, and he says. Um, 200,000 units are ready with a million more on the way. So it's been 10 years about since they started this. If the clones take five years to grow and 200,000 units are ready, there's a million more on the way. What does on the way mean? Does it mean they're going to be ready soon? Does it mean they're being grown? I think it means ready soon. Okay, because the Clone Wars doesn't last.
1: We see over a million clones, I feel, in the Clone Wars. Because
0: I don't think the... I don't think the Clone Wars lasts more than five years, does it? Or does it last? Last, <laughs> I believe
1: four or
0: so. Four. Okay, so any clones that are fetuses here don't like don't get to grow fully by the end of the Clone Wars. So there is. So I I I, I just wish they had. I mean, I know th- th- there's no reason to make this two hour and twenty minute movie longer, but. I just wish they had made some things clearer about, like, I mean, I know math doesn't matter in the Star Wars universe, but still, I would have appreciated yeah. some logic here. Um, also, I wish they had explained that Palpatine was behind the clone army, because it's something you have to either infer or learn from the EU. It's not something they tell you. Oh. So I, I wish they, they would have just spelled it out, at least in Revenge of the Sith, but I wish they would have just spelled it out for you.
1: Uh, they do in the Clone Wars. Yeah, in, exactly.
0: Yeah. I think. So you have, yeah, you have to right, get it. Right.
1: Yeah, no, there's like a whole episode where they track down Darth Tyrannus, which yeah. is
0: Dooku. Yeah, yeah. Um. So we are at Anakin and Padme on in sand on uh, Naboo. <laughs> yes, I I wrote I wrote shut the fuck up about sand, please. <laughs> yeah,
1: I know. Oh my god, and that became one of the most infamous lines in all
0: all of Star ever. Wars. All of
1: Star Wars. <laughs> um, yeah. And then it's it's almost funny when when Padme pulls away from the kiss. Yeah, because like you have the music, it's playing up, and then all of a sudden just dies. down. I know. I laughed. I wrote. I wrote
0: down. I laughed. It was so funny. I wrote
1: comical breakup music, and it was just <laughs> <laughs> it was just too good. I don't care why. Like. <laughs> um yeah i i I didn't feel bad for him in the slightest i I just yeah not at all not
0: at all um so i wrote i also wrote the music that's playing here that cuts out abruptly is across the stars which is what our podcast is named after so i just thought that was that was cool i wrote hey it's across the stars so uh yeah yeah Yeah. um
1: okay and i believe it goes back to back to Camino. Camino. Um, and I just want to say Tamura, yeah. I, I'm going to broach out his pronunciation, Tamura Morrison does uh, a great job for playing uh, 200,000 parts. Uh, kudos to him. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, when Obi-Wan's uh, like watching the clones, there are some clones with red, blue, and green armor, and as we find out later, and in the Clone Wars, those denote rank, of course. Uh, but there's, like, so there are a lot of lines, but there's, like, one with every, like, so, like, in one line, there's a red one. Another line, there's a blue one. Another one, there's a green one. But, like, they're, they're like, interspersed across the lines. So I'm just wondering, like, are they assigned their rank, like, at birth? Or does it, or, or is it, like, oh, if I you get this armor, like, randomly, then you're a commander?
1: Well, I think uh, the color can also mean, like, which... Sort of battalion they're a part of. Yeah. Like all of that's Rex's true. guys have blue, all of Cody's have yellow on theirs. That's true. But, so I'm, um,
0: I'm wondering why they're separated here then from the other ones. But, I uh,
1: uh, and I think to answer your question, at birth they have some that are like, speci- that they create like specifically for certain things. Like the, the clone commandos are all like from birth, they're, I believe they're all trained to be. Clone Commandos, and I think the same applies to a lot of the other ones. Yeah. I don't think they get to choose which, um, like, which which category they fall into. That's
0: fair. Um, so, now I believe, if you and have no I just, other... I, yeah. I also just wanted yeah. to say
1: one more thing. There's yeah. this really cool, uh, game. Yeah. Uh, at least story-wise, it's pretty neat. Um, there's this game called, uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunter that sort of explains, uh, how, jango fett came to be the the choice for the clone army which is pretty i just wanted to point that out um and then we we go back to naboo and there's this really weird scene where basically padme is just talking about boys with anakin yeah
0: yeah so she's talking i assume she's talking about her first kiss yeah, I and then so and then Anakin's like alright I get the picture and I wrote like you asked why are you like cutting her off you were the one that asked about this
1: mm-hmm. and then I love how it goes from that to the like, Anakin basically agreeing that a, a dictatorship is the ideal <laughs> method of government um, yeah because he goes off saying somebody should make everybody agree uh, yeah that's yeah, that's... It, it's a pretty smooth transition. First kiss, dictatorship, optimal form of government. Yeah. yeah. You don't see the connections?
0: Um, yeah. So, also, I wrote here, the Nabu waterfalls in the background, they don't look like shit, which is a good thing for this movie. I um, mean,
1: that's exactly what I'm looking at now. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's,
0: it's like, you know, some of the backgrounds are pretty awful... But some of them, not too bad. You know, it's, it's sort of a hit or miss. You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Alright. Um... Oh, also, I I hate that scene where they're both just rolling in the grass.
0: Yeah. It's weird. Because, like, it's, it's sending it's so all nice. the wrong messages.
1: Like... Yeah. Okay, I, I just don't like that scene. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Enough said. Um... Moving on, I think we go back to Kamino. Yeah. And I don't get why Django's armor is just so visible. Like how yeah, it I know. It just doesn't make sense to me. I know. Um, um and I, they're, like, Django is sort of unnecessarily defensive. Yeah. Because he doesn't, like, as far as he knows, Obi-Wan doesn't know anything about He's just been, like, acting very suspicious.
0: Yeah, um, and we are introduced to Boba Fett, his son, which <sighs> a- I've heard that everyone hates. Like, no one likes that Boba Fett is a clone of Jango Fett. Um, what are your thoughts on this, Sebastian?
1: I I, uh, I guess it's because I just sort of accepted it at a much younger age. I just never really saw too big of a problem with it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of... It kind of sucks that he's not, like, his own human being, <laughs> which I, I think really blows, but it would have been cool. I think it would have been cooler if he were, like, just actually Django's son instead of a, a clone. I don't know exactly. why. I don't know why they made the decision to make him a clone. Yeah. like It's one of those things that doesn't bother me that much, but it would have been cooler if he hadn't been a clone.
0: Exactly. Um also the uh, Jango Fett's line uh just a simple man trying to make his way in the universe. It's a good line. It's a great line. Ugh. Yeah. It uh per- kind of perfectly sums up um what he's trying to do cuz like you know, I'm sure he started off that way. But mm. um and I think this is him sort of referencing where he came from, but now he like he's obviously evolved past that and he's working for the separatists but still um I and but you know he's a bounty hunter and I think this perfectly sums up you know this is what bounty hunters are they're not like they don't take sides usually they're just people who are trying to you know they need money to survive you know that's how that's what they do so I think this is this is a perfectly good line to sum up his um his character
1: all right uh and I believe after that we have the eating, like, dinner scene yeah. on Naboo, and I hate that, like, CGI pear oh, thing. That thing, that thing like, I don't, and who eats a pear with a fork and knife is another thing I just want to point out. Yeah, I wrote,
0: um, I wrote. so, like, is about to bite into it, and then Anakin just like lifts it over to him and I was like she was just trying to eat her pear come on dude and then like (laughs) he cuts it and he sends it back like
1: it it fails miserably yeah um also Padme's wardrobe throughout this entire movie um especially in the next scene like whatever that black thing is that she has where they're beside the fire I don't care what's with her wardrobe she changes so
0: much so much
1: so often and it's 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 all over the place yeah like i don't yeah i'm not i don't it's and it it just none of it looks all that great.
0: exactly (laughs) um and anakin says so they have like a weird like no chemistry conversation and one of the things anakin says is i was haunted by the kiss you should never have given me and i wrote you kissed her she didn't do anything this was you (laughs) You are responsible for that. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and
1: like, and I feel like this is the switching point where all of a sudden, for like no reason whatsoever, uh, Padme starts to love him, which is weird because she's been put off by all of his advances so far. Yeah. It just it doesn't make any sense for for her to love him.
0: Absolutely. Right? As, yeah. as sad as that
1: sounds. Yeah. Um,
0: of course. Um, yeah. So I.
1: I also feel like they tried to make like Padme not like too. I don't know what the word like she. They made, she's made out to be like this sort of like, like just such a good, like pure person. Yeah, which is is weird because you also see her like you know kicking ass and shooting people every yeah. now and then, but you know. I I don't know. It just it didn't it. it to see this now feels weird.
0: Yeah. Um, so I don't know if there's that much to say about that scene other than it's weird and they have no chemistry at all. Oh, oh, I wrote... So I saw this... I wanted to reference this earlier, but I saw this meme on Reddit one time um, that was r slash details, fantastic subreddit, um, where it was um, <laughs> on the set of Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones... Hayden Christensen and Natalie Portman played a prank on George Lucas where their acting was so atrocious and they had no chemistry. And Lucas loved the prank so much he left all the footage in the final movie. (laughs) Perfect explanation. No more mysteries.
1: Yeah. Alright. Um.
0: Um, So I think we're back uh, on... Yeah, okay. We're
1: back and Obi-Wan sends a message to Coruscant. And there's this one part where I'm watching with subtitles, and I couldn't make out what he said, but the subtitles say, uh, send a message to Coruscant, care of the old folks home.
0: Yeah, I, I saw that I too. Is it like, is it a code word? I, like, I don't what think is that he... That's like, like,
1: I don't think that that's specifically a, um, a Disney Plus subtitle. Yeah, no, Because no. I've seen that in, I don't know if it was exactly that, but it... I, does anybody actually know what he says? I don't scene? know. Like, I I'm gonna have to look that up later. Um, let's figure. Yeah.
0: Um. I also have a note when Obi Wan um is leaving the Kamino facility. who who is the Kaminoan that first greeted Obi Wan when he's leaving, she she sort of like rubs her neck. As he's leaving, like, her super long neck. And I wrote, like, it must get itchy. Because, like, her neck is, like, covered, like, by, like, neck clothing. Like, all the time. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, it's like a camino internal neck. And it's just so weird. Uh, makes no sense. Uh, but I just, right. I, I, I I just noticed it.
1: And there's, uh, there's a fight with Jango and Obi-Wan. Which isn't one of the best fights, but I also do appreciate it because, okay. I mean... I think um like you don't really see another fight like this one I feel, you know. Yeah. Like a lot of it's a lot of its blaster fire ship fights, you see lightsaber fights, but the, I don't know, this fight is like more of a fist fight which you don't see too often in the Star
0: Wars yeah. universe. Um, there's one bit like, where where Django <clears throat> shoots like a lasso and it goes around Obi-Wan's hand and suddenly he yeah. can't he can't use the force anymore. He can't get his lightsaber. Why? His hands well, uh, he, are tied.
1: Well, no, he did. He did use it, but then he got pulled away too fast for it to actually get in his hand. I think is what it was. I don't
0: know. I'm. 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 Doubtful. You see, you see
1: his like. You see his lightsaber like come up, and yeah, it just uh, it, it fails to get in his hand. Yeah. Um.
0: <clears throat> um, there's another bit I think right before this where, um, after they receive Obi Wan's message, Yoda and Windu have a little scene together. And one thing that Mace Windu says is that we should inform the Senate that our ability to use the Force has diminished. And I wrote, again, Windu equals idiot. Why would you do that? Why on Earth? That achieves nothing. Just, it makes the Jedi look bad.
1: And if you want, you can tell them that, like, they, you know, that you're, you can't exactly sense too many things at the moment. Your, your future predicting abilities but are gone. But that doesn't mean that your ability to use... I feel like that doesn't mean that the ability to use the force as a whole has gone away.
0: Yeah. That's um, <sighs> what well. uh,
1: then there's the ship fight between Obi Wan and Django, and I I have one small note about this. Uh, too actually. Uh, the seismic charge sounds are outstanding. Super
0: cool. I Great sound effects.
1: I don't know what it is about them, but you just hear dead silence and then a blah, and it is yeah. beautiful. Yeah. I love every second of it. Yeah. Um, and there's this one scene where Obi-Wan's getting chased by a missile. He goes around an asteroid, and I believe the missile, I might have just seen it wrong, I believe the missile goes around the other way, Instead of the way he went, which made, like, no sense to me at all.
0: Yeah, and Obi-Wan says in this scene, this is why I hate flying. But he's a really good pilot. Like, he's a great flyer. So I don't know why he hates it. He's really good at it. Um, There's also a line in the scene where where, uh, Boba Fett says, uh, Get him, Dad! Get him! Fire! (laughs) It's just... (laughs) It's so flat, and it's so it's it's such bad acting, but it's so funny. It's so <laughs> it funny. Is. It's so
1: funny. Uh, um,
0: I believe now Anakin and this, Padme land uh, on Tatooine. Yeah, no, I just had one more note. Or oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That I noticed yeah.
1: around this point. Yeah. Um, was the pacing in this movie is way slower? I feel than in, Phantom Menace. Yeah. Like oh.
0: Well, I feel like Phantom Menace is pretty fast until they get to Tatooine. Then it slows yeah. down for a while, and then it gets fast after that. Um, and I think this one, so much had to happen in this one, but they weren't sure what to spend their time on, so we were like, oh, let's yep. spend time on the love story. And yeah, then it turned it, out to be a
1: big mistake. It, I feel like there's a lot of, like, dragging in, in this film. Yeah.
0: Um, so Anakin um, and Padme land on Tatooine. Um, and I wondered... So, so they land in one of those space docks. Um, and I, I, I wonder... Do you reserve one of those? Like when you land in Mos Espa? Like, like do you reserve a space dock? Does it cost money? If it does cost money... How do they pay for it? Because Republic credits probably aren't accepted on, 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 on Tatooine. I, that uh, bugged me for about 30 seconds. Then I realized it doesn't matter. Like the rest of this movie. Um, so, <laughs> so Anakin's obviously looking for his mother. Because he had a nightmare... And is worried that she's all right. Um, mm-hmm. And they visit uh, Watto. We get a, a brief Watto return. His beard is disgusting. It's it so really gross. I... It's but like I mean, it's been ten years and all he's been able to grow is like a like a scraggly like neck it's not beard. not
1: that, it's just that it's so visually. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah.
0: because it's it's completely CGI. Because Watto is completely CG. So, I also
1: feel like just just because of the rest of Watto just doesn't look all that yeah fantastic that yeah. like yeah um and then they go to the, the Lars farm yes um, um and three P O is there and all I could think was who is it that actually like finished c three P O yeah Uh
0: he, who he knows?
1: was still I don't know
0: who knows yeah that's um a a mystery um, but. We get a, uh, another cameo here, a notable cameo. Uh, Joel Edgerton plays Uncle Owen, um, very established actor, Great Gatsby, a lot of other stuff. But I mainly know Gatsby. Um, but yeah, so he plays Uncle Owen here. He makes a brief return in um, Revenge of the Sith, and I suppose um, the the Kliglars and Baru would also count as cameos. But I don't know the actors; they're probably not notable enough to me. To count as a cameo catch. But yeah, so Joel Edgerton is Uncle Owen. Um, but what I find interesting about him is that he's a like a major actor. And he only has like a cameo here, which I think is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so... They... Find out that Shmi, Anakin's mother, was abducted by Tusken Raiders. Mm. Which is unfortunate, but, you know, oh well. Um, and Clee, <laughs> so, so
1: anakin anakin goes yeah. off to find them and yeah. there's just this one line of dialogue where he just goes there's somebody i think it's Clee, asks him where he's going and he just goes to find my mother and it's it's the way he delivers it i feel yeah. is just and then obviously well, I, I feel like we have to talk about um the shadow when like it, sort of like the sun is setting you can see anakin's shadows yeah. in the shape of darth Vader yeah so, yeah like a neat little detail there and as and he's then, as
0: he's speeding away we get some sweet duel of the fates i know I, I have that here oh hell yeah duel
1: of the, i have duel of the fates <laughs> epic comeback because it it comes back it's better than ever better oh. than
0: ever yeah it's stand. so cool right.
1: Um, so, as good as before, we'll say yeah, so, like, it, so, it's it, it's not bad.
0: Of course. So Anakin's going to find the Tuscan Raiders, and in the scene before, Cleeg Lars is describing how Shmi took how Shmee was taken by the by the Tuscan Raiders. And he says, you know, like because Tuscan Raiders are humans, I believe. They just have like they wear look it up, they are humans. What? They are human beings. They wear or or or, or like they're humanoids because they look human, they just have tattoos all around their body and they wear the stuff on their faces. Um, but I feel like because they are human or they are humanoid. So I feel like is this so Kleeg calls them savages. Is this
1: Uh, Tuscan Raiders were Apparently, some guy stated while on a mission to Argonar with Ankin Skywalker, the Tusken Raiders were biologically incompatible with humans.
0: Interesting. So interesting. Although I have seen, look up a picture of them without their their masks, because they look like humans. Um, but I'm I'm just wondering, like, if they are indeed humanoid, is this racism? Like, are they like are they like the the native people who were oppressed by the like the sophisticated civilizations, um, like you know, white white man's burden, early nineteen hundreds. Mm. Did you look up a picture?
1: I did. I am not sure they are human. <laughs> well, no.
0: Well, no. I I don't think they're human anymore. But I think they they look without their um, without their masks. I think they do look relatively like people Mm. but all right yeah but whatever anyway um so they uh so anakin's going to find these savages in a scene where padme is dressed way too seductively for like a discussion about anakin's mother being missing she changed where did she change clothes again How did she have time to change clothes Is
1: this where she puts on the white outfit? No,
0: that's not yet. She changes clothes again later on into the white outfit. Um, But in this scene, she's dressed in, like, this really low-cut top that I don't understand. But, like, before that, when she was coming and they recognized 3PO, she was wearing this, like, this big gown that, like, covered her entire body except her face. And they're on a desert planet. So how did she stay warm I don't know, it's weird. Wait,
1: which wait wait which scene are we are we on at the moment? When
0: so when we're still on the scene where Anakin speeds off, um and okay she, and but before that when they arrive she's dressed in this like burka type thing that covers her whole body except her face, so it's just I find it bizarre that anyone could wear that, <clears throat> excuse me hmm. on a desert planet, um, but yeah. Yeah, it's it's just it's just. I wish this movie had been just a little bit more logical, but, uh, yeah. So, Obi Wan lands on Geonosis, or Django lands on Geonosis, and Obi Wan follows him. Um, and Obi Wan disappears from Django's system for some reason, even though he's still there. He's hiding behind a, a, like an asteroid, but I don't know why an asteroid should shield him from. Well, I think it's just joke. because
1: Django assumed that he blew up on the... I well,
0: well, I guess so, but then, like, Obi-Wan, like, l- like the ship, the physical ship disappears from Django's like, tracking computer, which I think mm. is strange. But, you know, they need to have a reason to give up on the fight, so they but land... He, like,
1: shut off his ship,
0: maybe. Maybe. So they land on, um, Geonosis, which has a cool design. I will give them that. Geonosis has an interesting design. Um... And he finds, um, the Confederacy with Count Dooku, and they're discussing a treaty that Dooku needs them to sign in order to, like, make the Confederacy a legitimate thing, I guess. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Newt Gunray is talking, and he, he wants Padme's head on his desk. My first thought is, he has a desk? My second thought is, how did he not get convicted? Because, like, they, I, they mentioned earlier he went through, like, three trials in yeah, the Supreme yeah, Court. Yeah, he's
1: gone through, like, a bunch of trials, but never... Dude, I don't know. Like, he he, he was straight up responsible for, for the whole incident on Naboo. I don't know how he got away with that one.
0: Yeah. And, like, um, there there were so many witnesses, like, it just it made no goddamn sense. But uh, all right. yeah.
1: And then after that, I believe we go back to. Oh wait, wait!
0: I have one more. <laughs> I, 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 I have one more note. Oh, uh, okay. so I know what it is. so do you though? So so when Count Dooku is discussing with the Confederacy, um, about their like the treaty and all the people of the different unions are saying, like, oh, you know, you're, like, our army's at your disposal. Wat Tambor, the head of the techno union, is like, the techno union army mm, 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 is at your disposal count. But, like, I I wrote, I wrote, like, the techno union army mm, mm, mm. I just, like, I wrote some scribbles in to stand in for his robot noises. But it's just, like, why was he, like, computing his, like, because I know he's uh, like, like he's like he's like a lizard creature thing, but he needs that, mm-hmm. but he needs like the mask mask to breathe. So it's not like he's a like he's a droid or a robot. Yeah. So I what was he doing?
1: I have no clue. I can tell you.
0: Yeah. So back okay, to Tatooine. Now we
1: go. Now we go back to Tatooine, and Anakin's mother dies. And honestly, I'm kind of surprised that Anakin didn't go earlier like he's been having these dreams for, for a, a, while. a long
0: time yeah
1: he said I, I don't know what made now the the point at which he went um anyway he kills them all uh not just the men but the women and the children commits genocide yeah and he goes back to padme and padme is basically cool with everyone yeah, like I and he did. well, and in that scene I I just find the yeah. lights in the background so distracting. Yeah.
0: Yeah, cuz like, like it's I, it's it's dark inside the room and then it's just like, it's so bright outside.
1: No, no, no. I mean like the, the like computer lights. Oh, yeah, 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 that yeah, scene, yeah, so distracting. Yeah. I don't know why, but yeah. like they
0: just are hard to me. Yeah. Um Pad so Padme brings in some blue milk to Anakin. <laughs> um and I love when Anakin's talking about killing the men. And the women and the children, we get some pangs of Imperial March, which is also mm-hmm. cool. Like we're getting all the all the, the the music callbacks with Anakin in this in this uh, arc, um, and so they have a burial for Shmi, um, and I'm wondering. So there are three graves at the site where they're burying Shmi. One of them is Shmi, obviously, but then there's one, and then there's a smaller one. So who are the other two graves? That's something that I want to know. Probably never explain. Probably. But, like, one of them is small, so, what, like, was it a kid? Because that's I messed mean, up and very sad. Um, but, yeah. yeah. So, they get a message. So, Anakin and Padme get a message from Obi-Wan um, that is basically telling them what's going on. But then Obi-Wan is captured by one Destroyer droid. By one. He can handle were, one droid.
1: There were probably more.
0: Yeah, probably. But like but, but like, but, yeah, like, come probably. on, Obi-Wan. Come on. Come on. Um, um, yeah. And
1: then, uh, I don't know, I just love the bit where uh, Anakin says that he's going to stay and protect Padme. But then yeah. Padme's just like, well, I'm going and uh, you come and protect me.
0: Yeah, because like that sort of lends credence to Obi-Wan and Padme being friends. Because like, Padme's like, oh, I'm going to help Obi-Wan. So it's like, oh, they care about each other. But why? They haven't seen each other in ten years. Like Anakin would definitely care about obi-wan
1: more anakin would go if it were up to him of but, course you know.
0: of course um and only now he's obeying the rules like he didn't obey yeah, the rules when, I, when they went to tatooine left, uh, to, yeah he straight up left to go to
1: tatooine yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't... um also um, why is
0: 3po going with them that was never explained and has yeah no they just sort of took,
1: i I, mean, I guess it's because anakin's his his maker
0: yeah but like he probably helped a lot around the lars farm. Like, uh, and
1: then why? How come, how come Uncle Owen and Aunt Baru don't recognize him later? Yeah. I
0: don't... I don't well, <laughs> I, I also, looks, it has no, I get been... I looks different. Oh, it has right, been, like, right. 25... Like, 26 his
1: memories years. His memory's got wiped, but, I mean, his name is still C-3PO, and, like, it was never... And
0: it, it has been 26 years, which is, a long, like, a long time. Fair um,
1: but, yeah, so... All right, so... Obi-Wan's move. been captured, right? Yep. And I... I don't know why this cracked me up so much. Dooku goes in, and um, I think Obi Wan says something about like his being captured. Yeah. And Dooku sort of starts mocking him. He's like, "Oh, they have gone too far. This is madness." Yeah. (laughs) That just cracked me up so much. I mean,
0: Christopher Lee is so good. He's so good. He is like. I totally wish we had seen more of of him. Yeah.
1: Honestly. Yeah.
0: We really need to have seen more of him because he gets this bit and then the tiny little scene at the beginning of Revenge yeah. of the Sith. Not enough, like, at all.
1: He, he is outstanding in yeah. uh, in those role. I I truly Definitely. think. Um, um, and so, then Dooku yeah. also in that scene outright says that Sidious controls the Sith.
0: Why would he do that? Why would he and do that?
1: Then Obi Wan like doesn't. Suspects Palpatine doesn't investigate this at all. Later, he just dismisses it. Yeah. And I, I, don't know, I just like, feel like the rest reason. of the
0: Jedi Council dismisses it later on too. Like, come I, on! I just guys. feel like that. Come on!
1: Yeah, like he doesn't. Nobody does any. Like the other thing is, if somebody controls the Senate. It's kind of implied they're the Chancellor I feel unless exactly they
0: can, exactly like
1: really you know get around and exactly manipulate a lot of people but I feel like the most logical conclusion would be it's the Chancellor
0: exactly. Um, speaking um, of the Senate the next scene yeah is uh, this was I, I think this was the whole purpose behind Jar Jar being in like in the Senate. Um, he greets all of the Senate by saying Dello felegates... I I, I wrote that down why the hell would they even continue to listen to him so the fall of the republic is pretty much Jar Jar's fault because he votes to give Palpatine emergency powers (coughs) (laughs)
1: we give extreme emergency powers to disaheer supreme chancellor (laughs) and that's how Jar Jar caused the rise of the empire
0: oh my god Jar Jar (laughs) oh
1: yeah okay uh i believe we're we're on geonosis now right yeah we're back to the droid factory yeah and so they walk out they when they enter the droid factory at first they walk out onto this platform that starts retracting yeah and drops them onto the conveyor but why is that why is that platform i don't know retract I i don't know like, why is that not a bridge to some place? And they could have
0: just it, fallen in and it would have accomplished the exact same effect.
1: I feel like that whole, I don't know, that whole thing is just kind of weird. Yeah. Um, and then we people can hold on to shit. Like, yeah. he grips that platform. <laughs> which yeah. I, I always just, I've always assumed that he can't move his fingers. I always thought they were just there, like, for... Uh, visual purposes and nothing Yeah. Else.
0: yeah. I um, thought uh, the line when C-3PO comes in and sees the droid factory says, machines making machines. machines. Making machines. How perverse. <laughs> such a, such a good line.
1: And then R2 pushes him and I don't know why. Yeah, why? He, R, like R2, R2's just, a, R2's just an asshole. Him. Yeah, R2's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get that. And apparently there's a big issue with R2 being able to fly because Why? it was never, sh- because it was never shown in the original trilogy. Well,
0: because they didn't have the technology.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I also refuse to believe. Uh, my brother pointed this one out. I yeah. refuse to believe the three PO and a B one battle droid are compatible oh, in definitely terms of not. body and head. Like no, <laughs> there's no way. Like it. I always assume that you have to like screw in three PO's head or something because yeah. like, it's you know it's round shaped sort of. But no, I, I guess you just sort of put it
0: on (laughs) and then like like, yeah um so anakin and padme various shenanigans in the droid factory and
1: anakin anakin only slides out of the thing his arm is on after his lightsaber gets destroyed
0: yeah i i don't i didn't really understand that but not not much about the scene makes sense um i
1: do i do love the um visuals of the droid factory that yeah. was a very fun level in Lego Star Wars oh really? nice <laughs> so, yeah, it
0: was um, um so so Padme gets falls into like a bucket and yeah. there's a line of buckets and they're pouring like lava into it and there's a POV shot of a thing of, of a, like a lava thing coming over a bucket and pouring lava in. and I was like oh my god the first time I saw this I thought Padme was like w- like was was dead because it like it like it's Done so poorly that it like it yeah. totally looks like she is in that one.
1: It makes you believe that she she was in the one. Yeah, no, exactly. It, was, it wasn't. It wasn't done well. Exactly. Um, and then after that, they get captured. Too. Of course, yeah. And they're about to go out into the arena, and it. Honestly, you see Anakin's reaction, to, and Padme confesses her love, and you see Anakin's reaction, and he almost seems surprised more than anything else. Yeah. Which I just wrote down here, even Anakin's shocked that she manages to love him.
0: (laughs) Yes, and I wrote, when she said, I love you, I wrote, no, you don't. This is the weirdest case of Stockholm Syndrome I have ever seen.
1: Um... Yeah, uh, and
0: then... Uh, so they get rolled out into get, the arena uh, with Obi-Wan. And they get Obi-Wan
1: chi- does a couple of his yeah. witty quips. Oh, yeah, always. which are way
0: better than Anakin's quips. They really Obi-Wan's and so much, so Obi-Wan much better is, at Obi-Wan is there. the master of war yeah. here. Um, um, so, and then, they, well, so they're chained up to yeah. the posts, and they let three of the creatures, which we'll get to in a sec, into the arena... To kill them, because it's, like, a public execution. But why would it be fun? Like, why are the Geonosians cheering to watch monsters devour defenseless people? Where's the fun in that? They could have just...
1: They could have just not let them
0: have... Like, they could have not chained them. So they could have, you know, get gotten killed in more fun ways. Because, like, this is like... It's like the Colosseum. You know, like, they didn't chain people up and then have them devoured by lions. Mm. No, they had the lions play with them for a little bit and then kill them. It's like...
1: Yeah. 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 Anyway, the creatures, I think, are... I don't know, they're pretty neat. I like the Aklay above all of them. Know, yeah. It's my favorite. Yeah, I think the,
0: um, the Nexu has the coolest design, but mm. but the Aklay is uh, probably the most efficient...
1: Also, I think the, uh, uh, apparently the reek is not supposed to be, uh, red. Oh, really? It's just because it's on a, it's on a meat diet. Oh,
0: because they only feed
1: it in the arena.
0: Interesting.
1: So, and that's why it's red.
0: Very interesting. Um. um oh, I've, uh, I have a cameo catch yep. here. Um, so, Martin Sokas, who some of you might know at, from The Lord of the Rings, he played Galadriel's husband, Cereborn. Yes, I'm a nerd he played in this he voiced poggle the lesser who is oh, really? the uh, Geonosian leader uh it's like it's basically just like clicks and like occasional ah but yeah it's it's he apparently did that voice according to the internet so uh yeah yeah that's that's pretty um, cool pretty cool
1: yeah and then at some point uh I don't know when this happened, but the lower half of Padme's shirt just sort of like disappeared. And I know.
0: I know. I wrote I wrote like, I wrote in quotes, get, Oh no, you made me sexier.
1: I know, like I get that the the next who scratched her across yeah, the back but but that, is not that the didn't front tear off her yeah. lower Yeah. I I I guess they just wanna see Natalie Portman in a crop top. Like, yeah. I, I
0: Who knows? Yeah. Um I also wrote those chains are really weak. They're weak chains, because like they break so easily. It's it's um, just
1: yeah. no, the, yeah. Uh, Let's see what else is there. Okay, when Anakin starts writing the the read, Padme jumps down. She should have her like her waist I know. would have shattered. I
0: know, and like her crotch, like come on, Jesus Dude, Christ!
1: It, like it, she would have. Yeah, no, there's no reason for why why she she survived that. <laughs> yeah, and right after she lands... At the very least, didn't, like, break anything. My yeah, goodness.
0: and right after she lands behind Anakin, she gives him a little kiss on the cheek. No one saw that. Come on. No one saw that. Um, Before um, this, though, I, I had... Like, I So I, I, I had one note from a, a little bit earlier. Why couldn't... It, it would have made things so much better, so much better, if Obi-Wan had said he would join Dooku and then infiltrated it from the inside. That would have been like like Anakin and Padme would come in and they would see Obi-Wan and Dooku's side and they would be like whoa, Obi-Wan, how could you do such a thing? I think that would have made a much better little scene than Obi-Wan just being chained up with the rest of them. Because they, they all, all three of them don't need to be there. It really only could have been two of them. Anyway, continue. Um, I just
1: want to point out that the green screen in the arena is like, sort of on and off good uh there are some moments where it just it looks really bad <laughs> um and then after that all the jedi sort of come in mm-hmm. and we see we see mace windu with dooku and all that and i just want to say the introduction to the super battle droids is such a neat like yeah scene because yeah it, I don't know, I, and then it's, it's weird because they never like actually ended up replacing the the regular
0: battle droids, but... Yeah. Yeah, but um, they're... I guess well, I mean, I would assume they're slightly more expensive to make. Which is why is there true. aren't as many of them. Well. Um, but yeah. Um, there's a, a bit of foreshadowing here. Mace Windu, when he comes in, he holds the lightsaber at Jango's throat. Which I think is cool, because he, he cuts his head off later on. Mace has his head, yes. Yeah. Um so all of the Jedi arrive, of course.
1: Um, yeah, they, like, do a charge and get, like, shot down, some of them do. Yeah. And Coleman Trevor, legend that he is... Rest in peace. ...straight for Dooku <laughs> and gets gunned down by Jango yeah. uh, instantly. It was... Rest in peace, Coleman Trevor.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, when the Jedi do come in... They toss spare lightsabers at Anakin and Obi Wan. They just yeah. have those just lying around. Well,
1: like, did yeah, they no, have I, like a lightsaber I, room? I just, I just they have spare lightsabers. Yeah, I that's it fair. Um, but uh, so I feel like they it takes away a little bit yeah, of the, every lightsaber's exactly. personal yeah. uh,
0: thing. So they um, have like, lightsabers, but Padme only has a blaster, and bullshit, she's not getting hit. Like, come on. Like, especially later on when the droids are, like, surrounding them so closely, there is no way in hell that she is not getting hit. At least once.
1: Yeah, and then Django flies down. Yeah. And he, I forget how, Windu loses his lightsaber, um, and Django dives for it. And I just I don't get why he went for the lightsaber. I don't know what his, his sort of end game was there, but Windu pulls it back before Django can get it. And then the reek starts charging Django, and he downs it in one shot from his little pistol. Yeah. Which I don't understand that bit either. But... Yeah. And then, uh...
0: Um. Oh, also when <laughs> when Kit Fisto. Uh, the Nautolan Jedi. Oh, by the way, he got those dreads. Like, seriously? Like, it's it's so... Anyway, so... When he, like, when he uses the Force to push the C-3PO droid back, and then that incapacitates him for some reason, he, like, after he does that, he, he, like, he smiles so (laughs) widely. It's so funny. I laughed. It was so adorable. Um, it shouldn't be adorable, but it was. Um... But yeah. So then R2 yeah. separates C three PO's head from the droid and, and puts them back together. There's so many puns. C three PO's awful pun.
1: Yeah. I feel like Django sort of got the ball treatment in this movie. Yeah. He shows up in a few scenes and you know, he looks cool and then he just gets his head cut off and uh, yeah. that's the end of him.
0: Well, but, like, he is, as opposed to Maul, he is definitely dead. I mean, Darth Maul yeah. got, like, was done justice in the animated series. Yeah, no,
1: he was. But Django, I don't know. I mean, I I, I get that I guess he sort of lives on in Boba, and Boba's, like, cool as shit, so. That's true. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Also, and then Yoda comes in with the clones, and the Separatists were able to pick up on obi-wan's ship but not on like all these gunships and whatnot entering their yeah atmosphere yeah just seemed weird yeah um, so
0: the clones arrive
1: hooray and then i don't know i guess i just wrote down birth of an era because now we finally have the start yes. of like the super influential uh, clone wars era and R2 and 3 people are left after the battle just in the middle of the arena.
0: And That's true. And I'm wondering,
1: true. like, who came back and picked them up, I
0: don't I don't know. Like, they're kind of forgotten about for the rest of the movie, aren't they? Un- they are. Like, until the very last scene.
1: And um, then we keep going, and Poggle the Lesser's talking to Dooku. Oh, and yeah. I guess Poggle oh. the Lesser. Well, so,
0: at, at the very beginning of the shot, before we get to the Death Star bit, yeah. at the very beginning of the scene... Um, uh 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 Gunray is like, Oh, the Trade Federation, we need to leave and then Rune Hako, his number two, speaks. His voice is so deep. Because in like like in episode one, his voice was like similar to Newt Gunray's. But now in this one shot, it's the only time he speaks in this movie, it's super deep. He speaks he's like he's like, Oh, we have to get to the we have to get to the ship. It's not it, it was not that deep in Phantom Menace. So that just Reminded me of that. But yes, anyway, continue with this bit. Pog of the Lesser. Yeah,
1: and then, uh, Pog of the Lesser brings up the Death Star plans, and I guess the Geonosians designed the Death Star. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's...
1: I, which is such a... I don't know, I always assumed that it was something uh, Palpatine, I guess, designed, but I, I guess I'm wrong. Um, yeah. Then, so the Jedi, Anakin, and... Uh, obi-wan start chasing down dooku well there's like a whole battle going on i just want to say the battle looks really cool you see the the hail fire droids the spider droids and you see the attes going in yeah yeah i, I just want to say it's a cool battle yeah one of um, the
0: superior battles from the prequels
1: oh definitely, definitely. and then um i really like Uh, Obi-Wan um when Padme falls Anakin's like oh go back we need to we need to grab her and I think you sort of really see why Obi-Wan is like a great like Jedi he he straight up just tells he knows his sort of weaknesses he tells Anakin that you know I can't do it alone and he knows that this is like a once this is like a great opportunity they have because he straight up tells Anakin we can end the war here yeah you know if they actually manage to get dooku
0: yeah
1: but uh yeah. and they fight dooku for a bit and i just want to i just want to point out a huge difference where like dooku is like fighting sort of effortlessly against both anakin and obi-wan he's like talking he's like smiling for a large part yeah. of it yeah um meanwhile they're like they're sort of like worked up about it you know
0: yeah, yeah, and I think it's also interesting, another little bit of foreshadowing, when Obi-Wan tosses his lightsaber to Anakin, and it, Anakin is using two lightsabers against Dooku, which seems to foreshadow Dooku's death at the beginning of the next one, using two lightsabers. One of which is belongs to Anakin, and one of which is someone else's, which I think is very cool. Um, and, well, so Count Dooku is, basically says, like, oh, you can't defeat us, blah, 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 blah. And that's another example of oh the Sith are just as prideful as the Jedi. So they're they're more similar than some people might give them credit for. Which I think yeah. is an is an interesting touch and really builds the um really is is, is a good addition to the story, I think. Um,
1: I also this is something I've always loved, is yeah. the lighting when, like, the sort of power line gets cut. Yeah. And you just see, like, the red and blue, like, go over their faces. I love that. Yeah. I really yeah. do. Um, But my, my main problem with that f- fight there is that, like, when that happens, they don't, like, if you listen, you you, you don't hear a lot of clashing going yeah. on. So they're just sort of, like, swinging aimlessly, I yeah. guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, um, so yeah. there's a fight. Anakin gets his uh, hand cut off yep and but then uh, Yoda comes in. and uh, Yoda, I think he looks really good in this sequence. And like the Yoda CGI is probably the most consistently good CGI in the entire um, prequel trilogy. Um, and especially in this bit, you know, like this is one of two Yoda fight scenes in the whole series. So I think he mm-hmm. does quite well here.
1: Um, yeah, no, I he also looks, think that look, look you good. see you see some force abilities uh, that we don't really see often like yoda shoots dooku's lightning back back, yeah dooku deflects it with his hand and then like yoda just sort of absorbs his lightning and like crushes it i guess which and then uh like you said yoda in action is pretty great i love the the sounds he makes when he's just jumping all over the place
0: yeah Um, yeah
1: and uh that's all I really have until, like, the very final scene, so if you have anything else...
0: Yeah, so, um... So... Yoda, um... So, Dooku distracts Yoda by, uh, by, um, like, cutting a... Like, using the Force to push over a thing that would fall on Anakin and Obi-Wan, but then Yoda, save, like, saves it from sort of falling on them, but... It's, according to Yoda in episode 5, size matters not. So why does Yoda have a hard time lifting that, that thing? Um, he might just be tired from the fight, but I don't believe that, because size matters not, Yoda. You've got to remember your own rules. Um, and so then Dooku escapes with his Solar Sailor, which was a really difficult Lego set to put together when I got that <laughs> years ago. Uh, we'll talk about Lego Star Wars in an episode soon enough. Um, we will. But... Uh, so, uh, one thing I noted down here was when they're when they're escaping, when Dugu's escaping, we see um, some. We see, you know, like the Trade Federation control ships. Like there was only one of them in Phantom yeah. Menace*, but here we see how they really work because there's the ring around them, and the centerpiece sort of can separate from it and go onto the ground and then rise up mm-hmm. and sort of combine with that. I just found it interesting that we get a little bit more of an insight. As to how they work. Another thing from this scene, you'd think that someone like Anakin, Obi Wan, or Yoda would have thought to throw a tracker onto Dooku's ship before he left, uh, because that would have made it like like that would have if you like because he went to Coruscant. It would have been you know whoa why is Dooku on Coruscant? Would have been an interesting plotline for the Clone Wars. Who knows? Um, yeah. So, um, um, do-
1: yeah. Yeah. And then he goes and he meets up with Sidious. Yeah. And yeah. They sort of have their thing, and then Yoda. I, he's talking to Anakin and Obi Wan at the end in the Jedi Council, and all the chairs are gone except for Yoda.
0: Exactly. I like. I, I wrote, "Where are the rest of the Jedi Council chairs?" <laughs> I,
1: I, I don't know what happened to them, but it just didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Like, what? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyway, um, and
1: then uh, well, the Clone I. Wars, I Begins. Yeah, so
0: I wrote Jedi are blind. Even with Dooku's warning, they still don't investigate Palpatine, the Chancellor, who he said has control yes. over the Senate.
1: There's nothing they Yeah. Um.
0: Actually, in the scene before this, when Dooku meets Palpatine, why does Palpatine even bother covering his face, like hiding his face in these private conversations? I mean, I suppose it's like you know for the audience, but still,
1: it. I don't think does it does Dooku actually know that it's he would have to right.
0: I actually he does because in um, in Revenge of the Sith when Palpatine's like when Palpatine tells Anakin to kill Dooku Dooku looks up at him like how could you betray me so he does. Yeah, know. but there's
1: also there was also an arc in the Clone Wars where he tries to ass, he gets assassins to try to he gets bounty hunters to try to assassinate. The, the Chancellor? Chancellor?
0: Interesting.
1: Wasn't that, right? Like, that's the whole... That's the one where Obi-Wan shaves his head, I'm pretty sure.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, uh, right. the box, yeah, the box right? storyline. Like, yeah. that was
1: their big goal, was to assassinate the Chancellor. I
0: think so, yeah. Weird. Inconsistency. So I, don't
1: think, I don't think he does, know. Yeah. Yeah, It's. I think maybe insane. it was just surprised surprise that the Chancellor was... Like, the Chancellor of the Republic was asking Anakin to kill him. But,
0: it's possible. Very possible. Um, anyway, also so uh, one okay. more thing for, for this bit I wish they had so like right now we only you know Palpatine refers to Dooku as Lord Tyranus and so yeah. we understand oh Dooku is Tyrannus. but I feel like they should have because it's confusing because earlier Django says oh I was recruited by a man named Tyrannus, but they also um, reference Dooku too I feel like they should have just made it more clear that they are the same person Dooku and Tyrannus are the same person, and I like. I understand, you know. Oh, we need. He needs to have a Sith name, Darth Tyrannus. Oh. But still, like I, f- I, feel like it. It just, it's just adding an extra layer to things. He doesn't need oh. another name, um, for that. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so Clone Wars begin, and we get this awesome shot of the clones, um, preparing for battle, and as we so as we pan out from these this long like like the CG bunch of CGI clones the music I noticed there's one little bit where it sounded just a little bit Game of Thrones I'm a Game of Thrones fan I noticed
1: that too yeah and my brother my brother has never even seen the show yeah he pointed it out too. right fun, very so
0: it wasn't just me thank goodness no it
1: wasn't it was yeah three whole people who thought that too um, yeah oh and then we have the wedding scene I believe across the stars plays again Yeah.
0: um, um and, and yeah. their Anakin and Padme's kissing—it's so weird. Why do they kiss like that? They like they like go in, then they go out, then they go in, out, in, out. It's like it's like they did like instead of a "you may kiss the bride" moment. It's like you may peck the bride three times. It's just like it it. Everything about this relationship is not safe for Star Wars. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, that is Attack of the Clones. Yeah, I think uh, I stand by my uh, decision that this is my least favorite out of the original. Oh yeah, it's, yeah,
0: yeah. Han- like hands down, this is like this I is think, not. Yeah, certainly, it's, it's be, got
1: like more bad parts than the Phantom Menace yeah. without all the iconic cool parts. Exactly,
0: and also this doesn't mean that it's a bad movie. At all? No, this I is st- not. I still this enjoy is not it, a bad movie, especially
1: when we compare it to the sequel track. Exactly. <laughs>
0: Whoa, uh, <that's> <laughs> so, that, them, them's fighting words, buddy.
1: Um. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, that is Attack of the Clones. Was like most subpar. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: Wow. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. So. Um,
1: it's a good movie, bad romance, decent storytelling. Otherwise, exactly, um, there are good and, that, there um, are good
0: and bad things the, about all these Star Wars movies. The and
1: romance really is what I think. What what really yeah. drags this movie down for me?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this has been our longest episode of Across the Stars so far, I know it's running, two hours. running at we're, almost we're almost two, two hours. hours. <laughs> um, so. Uh, We will have uh, one or two episodes, and then we're going to be back with our Revenge of the Sith review, which I'm sure we're both very much excited for.
1: Um, This is where the fun begins. (laughs)
0: Yeah. So, Sebastian, I feel like we should work this out right now and here on the podcast. Are we going to cover Solo, Rogue One, um, along with this? Because those would be after Revenge of the Sith, before a new one. I
1: would say say that we will be covering Solo and Rogue One. Or, actually... Should we even do the Clone Wars before we do Revenge of the Sith?
0: We'll do... You mean the Clone Wars movie? Yes. We'll do that eventually. Well, I, okay. I mean, like, I we'll, feel we'll like... We'll get to that one later. Yeah, because, like, it, that's not we'll, as... we'll, get the,
1: we'll get the main live-action Exactly. Movie the stuff. main
0: live-action one. And if we do the Clone Wars movie, that means we have to do the holiday special. That means we have to do the Endor movies. Yeah. That means, like, that opens up a whole bunch of doors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which right, we will right. cover. We'll cover everything eventually. Everything will be covered. Well, not everything, because there's an endless amount of stuff in the Star yeah, universe, no, there's new stuff every day. <laughs> we will cover a lot of stuff
1: in we'll the cover Star Wars universe. We'll
0: cover, the, we'll cover the, the mainstream stuff. Uh, but for now, for Across the Stars, my name is Rowan Wood. And I'm Sebastian Rudolph. And we th- want to thank you for listening or watching, whatever medium you were doing this on. Please remember to share out our podcast uh, and give us positive reviews, please. <clears throat> and um, also... You could email us thoughts, suggestions, ideas for episodes at acrossthestarspod at gmail.com. Um, please, if, you, if you've gotten this far, we're an hour and 45 minutes in. If you've gotten this far, you can like you could at least spare us one email. Come on, guys. We have gotten no email so far. <laughs> we need some. Um, so thank you all for, uh, for bearing with us. And we will be back next week with a new episode of Across the Stars. Farewell.